0: Gather the rest of the house guard. I want that man followed. I want to know every step he takes. If the Lord Mistborn won't do anything about that coloss blooded brute who took my Ralston from me, then I will. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadrille. Well, if you get my boat back, I can promise you at least free passage somewhere in the future when you need it. Or maybe some other favor that we can work out.
1: Lord Falcom's trying to find
0: a boat. My name's Palco. I'm the owner of the Flying Coin. I understand we're uh, negotiating a price for passage to... And then he turns to Tajmil like, where are we going?
2: To Dryport. To
0: Dryport!
2: And I just start bothering him, asking him, what the heck are we going to do when we get to Dryport?
0: I think (laughs) when we find them, we should stop them and get the metallurgist back. Merida, you in the distance kind of notice an area where there's like a small tributary. Hey, guys, get a load of this. There's something in the distance. Tin-Eyes, tell us what's up.
3: Merida looks at you and said, did you just call me Tin-Eye?
0: you manage to push this boat back into the water. After it takes the one point of health, uh, you manage to figure out the controls and start heading back towards the rest of the group. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrille Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. I go by 5th of Daybreak on the 17th Shard. And with me, I have the rest of the Lost Legends. Hi, my name's John. I go by Clovermite on the forums.
1: And I play Tony Darkomancy. Hi, I'm David, and I play Lord Falco.
2: My name is Brian, and I go by name of Tajmil.
3: My name is Kelly, and I go by Merida. Well, I'm going to go to the side of the boat that's facing him, and I'm going to scream, Catch up as fast as you can, stupid!
2: And am I fighting the boat?
0: Uh You're back on the river, we'll say now, so you're probably not close enough to have actually heard that, but you can probably see her, like, waving at you.
2: So I just see that and I'm like frantically uh trying to fight the bow and uh keeping it steady at the same time and I I I wave back like help me I, I'm I'm struggling here.
0: Uh Merida are you burning tin?
3: Yeah, I'm still burning tin.
0: Okay, you you can hear him say that then.
1: Lord Falcombe, I think would talk to the uh captain or whoever's driving just be like can you slow down a bit? We have a new addition to our party. And point at the boat. They should be able to see at this point, too. Where'd he get that thing? I don't know, but he's got it now, so... Well, listen,
0: I've got a schedule to keep, so he he better be able to keep up, because we're not slowing this vessel for nothing.
1: Uh, I'm going to try and, like, bribe him, just slip him a couple gold boxings. Alright, roll your resources, difficulty of one. This is going to be a thing. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, he just kind of scoffs. Like, listen, you paid your passage already.
0: That's all the coin I need for this trip.
1: Okay, if you won't slow down, I'll go help him speed up. And I'm going to just run off the back of the boat and jump and swim to the other boat. Give
0: me a physique roll with a difficulty of two for, like, catching the boat as it's sailing by and climbing up.
1: Uh, yeah, four threes, two fives, yeah, I think I'm good. That's good enough. Yeah, you're, you you make it onto the boat. Tajmil, where'd you get this thing?
2: It's a long story. She's hard to keep straight on this river. I don't have a clue what the heck I'm doing.
1: Falcom's gonna try and put any knowledge he has to use, kind of piloting the boat. Give me a wits roll, then. Uh, two threes.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. All right, so, uh, with your combined, like, his combined five minutes of experience damaging it, and then, uh, your your physique and, like, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to get the boat around, you guys are able to kind of pick up the pace and stop struggling, and you pull up next to the other ship. Tony smiles and just, like, waves. I angrily, uh, lair at Merida for laughing
2: at the expense of, of the fear of, of wrecking this, this vessel.
3: She waves happily at you.
0: Tony says, where'd you get the boat?
2: It's a long story. I found it in a stream right next to the river. It looked like that they had rushed and uh, wrecked it, and I noticed that there were some horse droppings, so whoever stole it had to have some horses that they got away with.
0: Tony makes a face and says, wait, there's horse droppings in the boat?
2: No, they were on the, the ground beside the boat. There was a tree I had to brace myself against. And then I got all my strength, and I pushed the boat back into the river. But I damaged it a little bit when I first got on, trying to regain control of it. I think it's okay, though. It has two out of three hit points right now. So I'm awfully nervous.
1: <laughs> Son of you, pecks you. Ah, bird! I think Falcom's gonna yell, Merida, Tony... Get on this boat. Get a refund if you can.
3: Yes! Are you sure you can actually work the boat and make it go the way you want it to?
1: We're here, aren't we? I have some experience. He's
2: he's piloting it better than I was.
3: Merida just, like, looks at it suspiciously and then slowly gets on it.
0: Alright, uh, give me a physique roll with a uh, difficulty of one. I'm going to help her cross if I can add a dice to her pool. Yeah, we'll, we'll say you can add two dice, since that's your thing. Crossing guard? You're going to have to toss me! I get pecked by Sonichu.
3: <laughs> I got two threes and a set. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you, you make it across gracefully. Tony walks off to find the captain and immediately starts trying to get a, a refund. <laughs> Give me a charm roll with a uh, difficulty of two. And uh, he's going to use rioting at the same time. He, he's going to try and riot his sense of generosity. Alright, well, there, there's no re- if you're going to riot, then let's just say there's no good reason to roll, because he offered like pa- partial passage as it is. But this is also fairly inconsequential, since I don't want to give you a resource back for it, and you've got... Seven left, so it's not, I mean, it's not going to hurt you or help you either way, I think. I feel like. Cool. He hands you, like, half of your money back, and then he also grudgingly gives you an extra box of food for uh Taj meal, because he's grown to like him. Tony immediately grabs his hand, and he says, that's a good man, and, like, gives it a hearty shake and gives him a pat on the back. And he says, I'll remember you, and takes two steps away, and then turns back and says, uh... What was your name again? Uh, Paco, <laughs> young master. And, well, if you ever need passage in the future, you know where to find the flying coin between here and Dryport. Paco and the flying coin. Got it. And he walks back to the, the the party with like his chest puffed up and this face that's like, "Look what I did! I'm successful." <laughs> All right. Uh, same uh, rule as Merda. Uh, physique rolled. Challenge one. Add two dice for uh, Falco if he's going to help. I'm
1: not helping. Okay.
0: Before okay, so. he attempts, Tony, like, takes off his hat. And he's like, here, take Fluffles. I want to make sure that he doesn't fall first. And he holds Fluffles over, like, the side.
3: Merida takes the hat, very carefully held.
0: Oh, oh no, no, he's just giving Fluffles. He's got the, the hat, like, set aside.
1: He's just passing Fluffles right now.
3: Okay, well, <laughs> she grabs him and, like, holds his, like, butt far away from her.
1: <laughs> How can you tell?
0: All right, and Tony puts his hat back on, and then uh, what do I need to roll again? Physique? Yeah, physique, difficulty of one. All right, rolling. Uh got nothing but a nudge. Okay, so with the nudge, we're going to say that you're not going to lose any health, but you do fall into the river, and you're going to have to get some help to get back up.
3: Oh! Splash! <laughs> Merida laughs and kind of puts Fluffles down and holds her hand out for him.
0: Uh, I don't know if Tony knows how to swim. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna roll for this. Odds he can swim, evens he can't. Uh, Even so, Tony can't swim. Help! I'm drowning, and he starts like flailing his arms.
3: <laughs> Meredith's gonna scream, "You're an idiot!" and jump in after him.
0: <laughs> the least physically apt jumps in to save the more physically apt. Yep. Okay, uh, Kelly, give me a physique roll. Okay. And, and Tony immediately does the thing that drowning people do, where they, like, grab the person and basically, like, half-drag them under out of panic. I'd, I'd give you a negative modifier, but is already at two, so I can't.
3: I got two fours.
0: <laughs> in, in a feat that surprises even the <laughs> omnipresent narrator, you... <laughs> Grab him by the scruff of the neck, and like you, you're able to find like a rock that was just fortuitously sticking up, and you just launch him upward, where uh, I assume Falcom is waiting and grabs him and hauls him up. Is Falcom actually waiting? It sounded like he wanted to watch me drown <laughs> or struggle at least a little.
1: Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna help him out.
0: And, and Tony's like, Merida, you're my rusting savior. You're the best boss ever.
1: And meanwhile,
2: I say to the both of you with my uh, f- uh, rod and reel that I had found as I'm fishing, quiet, you're scaring uh, the fish. Well, you don't
0: have the, the rod and reel since you went with the embarrassing secret. Oh, oh,
2: oh, I didn't realize that's how that works.
0: Well, yeah, I, I told you you could either get your uh, resource back and have the rod and reel or you could find the secret.
2: Oh, I thought that this was about finding like dirt on the Okay, all right. Fair enough. Okay. Well then I I just say like uh quiet down guys, you're uh
0: you're giving me a headache. <laughs> I almost feel like just to be a dick, Tajmil would jump between the boats like using his coin shot like <laughs> yeah, to be Yes, like, yeah, yes. You guys are, all right, you
2: guys yeah. Are so yeah, let 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 me do let me do that. So what do I need to roll <laughs> like,
0: for that? D- you can just do it, because it makes okay, me happy. All right. like, all right. like, maybe you jump over and, like, shake the guy's hand for uh, giving you extra food, and then jump back. <laughs> yes!
3: So, am I back on the boat?
0: Yeah, yeah, you made it back with that roll four.
3: So, I'm gonna turn towards Tony, and I'll be like, you have too useful information to die just yet.
0: Tony says, you're my hero! And puts his hat back on, which, like, was full of water, and so it just all, like, drips down him at the same time. <laughs> where's fluffles
3: he's on the ground
0: and and tony immediately grabs fluffles and and gives him a a pat and a hug i almost died and then puts him back in his hat (laughs) 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 okay so you guys are on your newly rescued boat which is just a little bit worse for wear um, and then Tajmil talked about how he found it. What are you guys going to do with this information and/or your boat? We should stop the bad guys.
3: I believe we should go get a smaller boat since this one's damaged and likely will get more damaged.
0: Tajmil said it has hit points, so that that means it's probably pretty good. <laughs> so not a chew pecks at you. Wait,
2: guys, we can't abandon this boat. There's a reward from some dummy who got it stolen from him in the first place, back at the back in Elendel. Don't you guys want to
3: reward if the boat's like destroyed?
2: Well, we just have to be careful and take our turns. Besides, Lord Falcone seems to have
1: control of it. I say we head back to uh, where you found those horse droppings and track them from there. I don't care about the boat. You don't want the award? I don't really care for that reward when I'm looking for a bead of adium. One thing at a time.
3: We could tie up the boat and then come back later for it.
1: All
2: right. Yeah, let's do that then. Let's find out where the jerk faces that stole it in the first place.
0: Tajmil, you're back at the helm. Give me a wits roll for navigating back up this smaller stream.
2: Oh boy, here we go. Wits is four.
0: Tony clings to like the the wall. Oh, boy. Three sixes and a five. It takes another point of damage. (laughs) What? For three sixes? That's bad? Uh, Nudges don't do anything except for uh, reduce the amount that you mess up. Oh, man. Unless you get a pair. And Tony yelps. He's like, oh, we're gonna die!
1: Okay, Falcom, having been staring off for a minute, comes back and immediately goes into damage control. What can he see to, like, fix. The
0: steering isn't quite as responsive. It's not like it's taking on water or anything, but you can tell that like an- another, another, you know, hit and you're just not going to be able to pilot this boat, but you did make it back to the tree and we'll say that there's, um, an anchor or that, you know, you- you've got enough ropes that you can tie it to the tree where you don't need to beach it like it was before.
1: Okay. Falcom's just going to grab a rope, jump off and tie it to The biggest tree in the area. You don't need to roll anything for that. I know. I'm badass.
3: So I'm going to use my tin and look to see if I can see any horse, like, hoof imprints in the ground.
0: Yeah, when you're burning tin, you can see, like, a clear path where, like, twigs have been broken off. And, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for this because with nine, it'll be just too simple. But, like, there's, there's a clear direction in which they were heading, which kind of follows parallel to the river. Oh, I'm heading in the same direction as Dryport.
3: All right, guys. So I think I see where the kidnappy and the kidnapper went. Do you guys want to follow me?
0: Absolutely. Sure. And Tony, like, jumps over the side of the raft trying to look dramatic. Or the ship. Did Did you want to roll for this to see if it looks good, or do you want to just narrate it? Yeah. Yeah, let's roll it. Uh, I got a pair of twos. All right, yeah, so you, you managed to make it look good. Tony gives the winning smile again. Ding! <laughs> Onwards!
3: Merida just looks like bored. Like with a bored stare at you.
0: And Tony just starts walking in the direction that Merida had pointed. As if he knows where he's going. Falcom and Tajmil, did you guys want to use your alamancy to try and catch up? Or are you going to stick as a group?
2: I'll say as a group this time.
1: Um, I, I think that Lord Falcone would say me and Tajmil can scout ahead. Tajmil a little quicker than I, but I can back up Tajmil. I think me and Tajmil can get there faster than anybody else. Merida can use her 10 to make sure she follows the right track behind.
3: How do you guys know where you're going?
1: Well, follow in the same direction. There can't be too many landmarks around here. And we'll use Tajmil to maybe go between for a message.
0: Tony immediately salutes and he says, don't worry, I'll riot your sense of
1: speed. Do not touch my emotions, little magician.
0: And, and Tony immediately starts rioting what he thinks would be a feeling of fastness.
3: Right, Merida is just going to walk up to where Tony is and start pulling, her, pulling him to be behind her as she walks forward.
1: Tony just like
0: steps in line and continues to riot the sense of speed.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a sensation, not necessarily an emotion, that you could riot.
0: Oh, well, yeah, his his rioting's not going to do anything. It's more of looking up how the rules are going to govern what
1: you're... Oh, not just incessant running. Pewter drag? Something like that. And Tajmil, I think, is the real speed in this department. I think, like, we're we're setting up, like, a daisy link if we do this, where... Tajmil will be out in front, Falcone will be running behind, and then Merida Tony behind them. And Tajmil, if he loses, track, could come back and relay that to both people, and they can split up.
0: Yeah, because you only traveled one day on the boat, and you wouldn't have traveled very much at night just for fear of uh, beaching it. And we'll say that you found you found this like pretty early in the morning. So afternoon. So you can assume that they maybe have, you know, like a good four or five hour head start and they're on horseback.
1: I mean, but I don't think they are necessarily expecting people pursuing them directly. They might be hurrying, but they're not like going all out, just riding horses till they die or anything crazy. You don't know them like Trevor does. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's the way it is, we'll find out. But I think, like, the best course of action is just to follow as quickly as possible. I mean, it's not like me and Tajmil are going to take them on all by ourselves, but we'll at least try and find them.
0: Now, the thing is, with Tajmil, he's used up one of his five charges. And he's only got, um, so that'll be an hour and 40 minutes left of steel before he's completely out.
1: So he can't burn until he gets back to a town? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Well, I mean, at that point, I think we would just rest up and wait, like rather than him burn all his resources. So we're sticking together then?
2: Yeah, let's stick together. Well, um, yeah, let's stick together because if I don't know if I'm going to need this, and if I've only got like three left.
0: How many vials do you have?
2: Um, I think I have 20 minutes left on one of them.
0: Or- uh, no, he's got 40 minutes left on one vial, and then his other vials, 60 minutes, because he's got two vials total.
2: Gotcha. Oh, well, then if that's the case, why wouldn't I just push?
0: Well, because it sounds like they're more than an hour and a half away.
2: Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's just go together. That way we can ambush them, too.
0: Yeah, if they're if they're so far ahead and it's going to take that much I say stick together, or just make the roll. Uh, Falcom, you good with that, or do you want to run ahead?
1: I think Falcom's going to run ahead. Uh, he's he's going to say time is time is of the essence. We need to at least run through our options as quickly as possible, and I can run for days. But if you guys need me to stay here with you, I will.
0: Tony just says you're the leader.
1: No, I'm not, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> you will be the leader, though, once you get ahead of everyone. And at, I, I think at that comment from Tony, he's just going to run. If anybody doesn't hold him back or need him, he's going to start running in the direction that the, the horse tracks go. I I feel like Lord Falcombe would at least know a tiny bit about tracking.
0: Yeah, give me a a wits roll, difficulty one.
1: Uh, Two fours. Yeah,
0: yeah, got it. So you can can run ahead.
1: All right, and I'm just, he's going to be booking it as fast as he possibly can in that direction.
0: And then everybody else just following along as quick as they can? Yeah,
1: I think I'll I'll stay with the group. Oh, I I think before he leaves, Falcom will try and work out a system. He'll be like, does anybody have something I can leave behind to mark the way?
2: I have a bag of coins, and I hand him, like, a handful of my uh, shot.
1: Okay, you should be able to find these pretty easily, what with the blue lines and all.
3: And I'm like, why do we need to track you? I can see the tracks just fine.
1: Well... Just to be safe. And then he does his run thing. But he, he'll be dropping coins every, you know, like, 500 yards or something crazy like that.
0: Yeah, whatever Whatever you, you can do with the amount you're given, we, there's no reason to get nitty-gritty about that. Okay, gotcha. Like, you're, you're able to leave some sort of marker for them. Okay.
3: Merida starts grumbling as he leaves about being unappreciated unappreciated and being um can't think of the
2: not one. cared for
0: but
3: taj Shouted. let's say
0: that you uh have to spend another resource in order to uh give him that many coins
2: okay
1: so, don't worry
0: merida i appreciate you
1: i mean won't he get those coins back as they're following along though
0: that's a fair point you don't need to spend the resource Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. I imagine Taj Mill is immediately like, "This is mine," and "This is mine." <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm stealing it all over again. <laughs> Ooh, look, another boxing. Ooh,
1: look, another
0: boxing. Yeah, that's that is definitely a fair point. I hadn't considered that. Thank you.
3: So Merida gives Tony like, like a flat, like, flat, like lips look, but in her eyes, there's a little bit of appreciation.
0: And Tony totally just beams. Fast forward a couple of hours, and we'll say that Lord Falcombe has been able to catch up to them by like mid-afternoon, within a, a good amount of time, considering how quickly he can run. And they uh, appear to have settled down to camp, uh, where where he runs upon them. And so uh, you have the choice to either like stay and do some reconnaissance and wait for everybody else to catch up, or to like try and rush back and meet back up with the group.
1: Yeah how how long is it? Has it been? Uh, we'll say it's been maybe three or four hours. With my pewter, I can uh, I can easily make it back to them in what probably an hour. If they've been traveling. Yeah, maybe maybe two hours or so. Okay. Uh, well, and so it's like getting afternoon. So I, I do I feel like Falcom looking at this like thinks they're settling down for the night or just for a break?
0: Yeah, they're definitely making camp. Like the, the horses okay, have been so they're tended like to up. and they've got like a tent set up and a fire going
1: okay so as soon as he sees that he's going to start running back along the coin trail that he left
0: and we'll, we'll just fast forward to when you meet back up and you guys know that you're about three
1: to four hour walk at a brisk pace from where their camp is okay and and what time is it late
0: afternoon getting towards evening So, like, the sun hasn't quite started to set. It's getting towards, like, the duskish twilight.
1: They're up there. They're making camp for the night. We should be able to, if we just calmly walk there, we should uh, get there in the middle of the night, and that's probably our best time to surprise them. I say we cause some chaos in the camp and just try and extract the metallurgist as quick as possible.
0: Tony says, I'm good at distractions. I could do another magic show. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly what we need at this point. I'm thinking something more tactical.
0: Welcome to Tony Darkomancy's Wilderness Magic Extravaganza! Boy, did you pick the right spot to camp.
1: <laughs> that's right. Boy, did you guys really pick the right spot to sleep and post-a-century, because... The sentry's totally gonna love this magician walking out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Gorilla magic show. It's the new fad. (laughs) (laughs) All the nobles are raving about it. And the common people, too.
3: (laughs) It gives Tony a thumbs up.
1: Tony
0: starts preparing his, like, magic trick deck.
1: I mean, it'll still be a couple hours. Yeah, I'm gonna be
0: kind of hands-off until you guys decide you're gonna spring whatever plan you have.
1: Tajmail is the most equipped to... Enter undetected and to find the metallurgist. Uh, he might want to take Merida yes. with him so she can pick up on some clues. I think me and Tony might have to be the distraction point of this. Tony can use his, his allomancy to get them all riled up.
0: What, wait, what kind of riled up? Do you want them horny? Do you want them angry? <laughs>
1: probably just just angry and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ready to engage and we can probably occupy any sentries that they've posted
3: why do we want angry though
1: eh, because that way they'll come at me they won't be paying attention once you get in that battle mindset there's only one thing that matters and that's the person you see not the person sneaking up behind stealing your metallurgist.
0: <laughs> and then I do the magic show?
1: I think that we might have to postpone your magic show. Ah, they're probably it. not going to be very much entertained with that.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. If they're angry, they can't really appreciate the majesty.
1: And your Alamancy can only go so far. I mean, they're... They're... they're professionals on a mission they're not going to just accept that a magician has come into their their midst
2: that would kind of be a
1: big like you know like dead giveaway yeah so i i feel like if we're going if we're gonna have a big dead giveaway it better be me just walking up punching a guy in the face and starting a commotion on the wrong side of the thing
0: For my next trick, I'm going to make a metallurgist disappear. (laughs) All right. Tony gives the thumbs up and he puts his cards away, sadly, and then just pulls out his dueling cane and gets a steely look. I'm ready.
2: Okay. Is this nighttime or daytime?
0: Uh, It's going to be dark, like right around 10 o'clock when you guys get there.
2: Perfect. All right. So I immediately start looking for the area that provides the most seclusion to get as closest to any forms of light that I see.
0: I also want to note that the mists are out tonight.
1: woo Okay, so as soon as, like, the mists start forming or, like, we get back into the mist, Falcom's gonna, like, pick up, like, he's a little bit, you know, more ready for everything. And he uh, says, well, this is a boon. This mist will give us just enough cover to perform the chaos we need, as well as getting Tajmil and Merida in there quickly and undercover.
0: As soon as the mist start forming, Tony gets a big smile, and he takes his top hat off, and he says, Fluffles, it's your home.
1: There's no time for that. If you're going to leave him, leave him, but we're on a mission right now.
0: I'm not leaving him. I'm just letting him see his home.
2: I look, I I, gla- I glare at Tony and remark, I left all my love on the battlefield.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Tony, Tony just took his top hat off, so Fluffles is just on his head and now has full view of the mist as they're walking. And then Fluffles poops on him.
3: Merida looks at Tony with, like, satisfaction in her eyes as she smirks.
0: All right, unless you guys want to do any more planning, we'll say that you've made it to the like outskirts of where uh, Falcom knows the camp is going to be, like far enough away that you're not worried about any sentries, but you're within a couple minutes' walk of coming upon where you expect them to be.
2: I'm going to look for a way to sneak into the camp and see if I can't find a holding cell that they're keeping this, uh, this
0: person in.
3: And I'm going to use my adv- advanced sight to try to look for the metallurgist.
0: Do you want to wait for Merida to scope it out, or are you going in on your own, Tashmiel? Merida, uh,
2: why don't you scope it out first, and then we'll get a plan for our attack.
0: Okay, so Merida, give me a uh, wits roll of nine.
3: I got three twos, two threes, and three sixes.
0: With your uh, success on a three and three nudges you pinpoint exactly where everybody is in the camp. You notice that there's one archer who is uh standing guard towards the river, and then there is a- another person. He has a dueling cane, and he's staring out, looking kind of nervous because of the mists, in-, in the direction that you guys are. Other than that, there are three people armed with brass knuckles sitting around the fire, and then there's another person who doesn't appear to have any weapons at all, who is sitting in between two of them.
3: I tell, I think, Tajmil the um, information, and I kind of start going towards the guy that looks nervous.
1: So are are we moving in on them already? Yeah,
2: I thought we were going to sneak
0: in.
1: Does Merida, like, relay that to everybody or just Tajmil?
3: Oh, I relay it to everyone.
1: Okay, Falcom says that nervous boy... He's mine. You guys, as soon as I start to draw them away, that's when you guys come in and get that metallurgist out of there.
2: I thought I was, hold on, wait a minute. I thought I was going to have to go in by myself. Because, I mean, I'm kind of the one that I can jump around if I need to. I'm pretty sneaky. I mean, you guys got to keep in mind, the whole way that I stayed alive when I was a little kid after my parents were killed by Kolosk was by stealing. This is my forte. Don't worry about it. You guys just hang back and keep an eye out for anything and if stuff starts to go south, Lord Falcone, you'd be ready to start pounding in faces.
1: I feel like you're not going to steal a metallurgist between three men without a distraction. That's why i'm I feel like I need to go. yeah, you start bring start up a good point
2: on that part, yeah.
1: And I feel like Tony can be of a great help by rioting them so that they don't think about what's happening. They just react.
2: This is the best plan I've heard all night. Let's do that. Yeah. Why don't you go out there? You start beating their faces in and Tony will start getting them all amped up. In the meantime, I'll slip between the lines, get that metallurgist in and out lickety split.
1: Okay. Do we have a plan? Yes, sir, and he pulls out his dueling
0: cane and gets on, like, his gritty face. I'm good at distractions.
1: Falcom's gonna turn to Tony, stretch out his left hand, say, Can I borrow that?
0: I thought you had your own, but but yeah, sure.
1: I do have my own. Falcom's a close-quarters combat master. He can use two dueling canes at once. Tony looks kind of sad as, sure. as he hands it over. Trevor.
0: And then and he's like, Oh, I thought I was gonna be a hero too. I'm I'm not sure you'd gain any advantage from having two of them.
1: But I would feel really cool.
0: <laughs> I think that's the same argument that uh Tony's making. Like a rusting badass. He
1: says, Alright, well you protect yourself back here. And at that, I think Falcom's just ready and he's gonna say break and He's just going to walk up to the nervous guy as soon as everybody's, like, kind of got in position.
0: And Tony's, like, right behind you.
1: Yeah. Falcon. Like, as soon as he knows that Tajmil's in position with Merida kind of, like, guiding him to wherever he needs to go to get the metallurgist, which I, I'm assuming is the unarmed dude in the middle. Uh He's going to walk up to the nervous guy and say, Hello there, sir. Do you have a bit of fireside to spare for a stranger? And he's gonna get as close as he possibly can while approaching him. Don't come any closer. State your business. Oh, just a traveler looking for a spot to rest. Uh, might you have any, uh, a, a little bit of fire to cook some of this meat I have? And he's just gonna keep coming closer. He's gonna ignore him.
0: Tony immediately starts rioting anger and then runs full on at the guy screaming, Aah! And I think that's where we're going to stop tonight's episode. We're going to skip doing advancements for now and save it for after the battle scene and wrap up. I want to give a shout out to Shoni 21 for the five-star review on iTunes. And then I also wanted to take just a moment to talk to you guys about the future of the podcast. Now, we've been uh, releasing for six episodes now. But we've been in development a lot longer than that, and the reality is that our schedules don't line up quite as often as, one, I would like, and two, as we would need to keep up with the release schedule. I'm sure many of you who have played tabletop RPG games before have had this problem in the past, and I want to make sure, as the narrator, that Lost Legends of Scadrill is keeping its commitment to release on a two-weekly basis. Now, we've had some discussions between the cast on the best way to make that happen, and we've had a variety of options that we've discussed. Uh, Obviously, the best solution would be able to record as often as we need to to keep up with the schedule that we've put forth. But since we first started the podcast, and even then we weren't able to record as often as I'd like, two of our members have started full-time at school. And along with the three full-time jobs and two part-time jobs, it has just made scheduling incredibly difficult. So one of the things we had discussed was to possibly go on a season one break after we finished a major part of this story arc. The problem that I have with that is that we're not going to get you content as often and as quickly as we'd like. And who's to say how long that break would need to be in order to get enough wealth of episodes to put out that we'd be able to go again and Just in my personal opinion, that wasn't fair to people who started to get invested in the show and who wanted to have more content released to have them wait an indeterminate amount of time for us to catch up and start releasing on that two-week basis again. And so what we have decided is that as the narrator, I'm going to bring in a second group of people. And we are going to record separate storylines, first starting out with some of the Mistborn Adventure game supplement quests until we have a rough idea of what their story wants to be. What does that mean for you as listeners? Well, for one, unfortunately, it means that probably once we get to a point where this campaign is really starting to go wild and get heating up, we're going to step away from a little bit. And I understand that is frustrating to listeners who have become invested in the characters in the story, but there's really no way for me or for the rest of the group to avoid that while still maintaining our private lives, our personal commitments to both ourselves and our family members and friends. So it's our opinion that the best way to continue to bring you Mistborn adventure game content is to create this two-group dichotomy where we'll switch between them during separate arcs. Uh, I know it's a lot to ask from you as listeners to step away from a story and to jump into a whole other group of characters in a whole other era of the history of Skadriel when you've spent you know so much time with Tony, Falcombe, Merida, and Tajmil, and have grown to know and love these characters. But I am very optimistic that this second group of characters and the second storyline will also grow to love you, and that maybe at some point, once we figured out the proper balance between how many episodes and how far to go in each of the arcs, that it will become a good thing in the future for Lost Legends of Scadrial. Because the last thing that I want as the narrator and as one of the driving forces behind this podcast is for us to get you midway through a story, get really invested in it, and then just come to find out that we can't keep going with this podcast. That's not what I wanted when I first started out. It's not what any of the cast members want. All of them are just as invested, if not more so, in the stories of their characters and of the other characters of the cast and want to see where that goes. But as many tabletop RPGs groups have come to find out, sometimes life just gets in the way. And so with this change, we are committing to continue to bring you Lost Legends of Skadriel content every two weeks even if it won't be the same content necessarily in large groups of time. And so once we finish up with the first portion of the story arc for the Cassandra era group, we're going to introduce the second group, which will comprise of three players, and we're still figuring out all of the details for that, but I'm very excited for it. I think that having a second group for people to latch onto will ultimately be a good thing, will allow us to bring you more content, and will make scheduling easier for, on both groups. So that way, the group that doesn't have as much time is able to take care of their personal commitments while still being a part of Lost Legends. We're still able to continue the alloy storyline, and we're still able to bring you this content every two weeks. Uh, I do also have a plan for bringing guest stars onto the second group, since we're only going to have a core cast of three members. And I think that having three members of the cast along with myself instead of having the full group of five, and then just having a flexible schedule on top of that will make it much easier for me to bring content to the table and release it to you, our listeners. And I understand if this turns some of you away from the podcast and I all I can do is give you my heartfelt apology, but this is, I think, the best way for us to keep the podcast alive and to keep bringing you content that you can enjoy and love as much as we've loved making it. And so I won't take up any more of your time. I do want to say I am just overjoyed with the response that we've gotten. Uh, we've got uh, probably about 50 people who download the episode each week. Having a core audience that large so quickly after developing the podcast and releasing it, I just can't tell you how much that means both to me and to all the rest of the cast members We are still so enthused about making this content and bringing it to you despite the challenges that everyday life and scheduling brings us. And I hope that you stick with us as we continue to learn and grow. And I just can't tell you all how much it means to me that you've been willing to give us a chance and to stick with us through some of the audio problems in in episode one and two that were due to my infamiliarity with audio engineering and just continue to stick with it. The nice things that you've said on iTunes, that you've said on Reddit. Uh, just the continued support makes this all worthwhile and I just couldn't thank you enough Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment the Mistborn adventure game is a product of crafty games special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to boardroom design for putting the logo together for us You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at LostLegendsofScadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.